0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium. When we last left our heroes, they had been investigating the ruins of Lake Verity. There they discovered a small boy named Kurt, who seemed to have some manner of extrasensory abilities. They also found some members of the Sinnoh Underground League trying to uncover some archaeological findings. The archaeologists quickly chased our heroes out because they did not want them interfering with anything. However, the heroes did offer their help in taking some important artifacts back to the surface so that they could be sent back to Orberg City and Indy herself. After these findings, they also reunited with their associate? Acquaintance? Friend. Friend. Their friend, Cassandra, who they've only actually met once. To their surprise. (sighs) Also, Sandra had, well... Apparently, she figured out that someone in the Underground League is secretly a member of Team Astro. Whoops. Oh my god. My fragile world is shattered. So we're actually going to zoom in a few minutes after that, where Cassandra has led your group and Kurt back to Twinleaf Town, and... Side note, I really hope I've been saying Twin Leaf Town this whole time instead of Little Root, because I always get the two mixed up. Little Root is don't, in a different country. Don't worry. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys have made your way back to Twin Leaf Town now. Twin Leaf Town is a very small pastoral city. It's like sub-suburbs. There's a lot of little houses with white picket fences in there. But there's also a lot of room for, like, the forest to grow in, and lots of clear open spaces for kids to run around, and there are a significant number of little kids running around playing in the large open area in the center of town. It's like a Wainwright. I don't know what that means. That's... Town. (laughs) Um, Cassandra has led you to the Pokémon Center, which has a very rustic design. A lot of it is made out of wood and brick and mortar and whatnot, And it seems to, inside, be attached to an actual little greasy spoon diner that you guys are now sitting at. Okay. (laughs) Guys, what the fuck?
1: (laughs) We dropped the ball on that one.
2: You know, I knew there was something shady about them. I called
3: it. I don't know. The one seems really good with children.
1: Yeah, but they were in a big rush to make sure that nobody else is going to get in there
2: either one of like, Cassandra, you said one of them is Team Astro, or are all
0: of them Team Astro? Well, at least one of them. When I saw it happen, I definitely saw one of them. I didn't see their face, but mm-hmm. one of them did the classic, like, pull their clothes off to reveal the Astro uniform underneath in, like, just a big flourish. Uh, I'm oh, always so astonished how they could do that. How, like That's a yeah. weird uniform under there. That's gotta be hot. <laughs> well, it's tear away, you know? Like, they've got Velcro. Oh, I mean, oh. I guess. But <laughs> still, that's gotta be warm.
1: Yeah. Hard for the skin to breathe. Yeah. I mean, I
0: can't imagine... It's It'd be kind of like wearing undergarments. I mean, most of it is just space pants. <laughs> I feel like that's the key part of the Astro uniform, is the space pants. The, the MC Hammer <laughs> pants? Well, like the galaxy print pants. But, well, yeah. I mean, like, design-wise, like... Big. No, they're oh, like and, leggings. Oh, okay. Oh. Have you never seen space pants? <sighs> no. I'm asking you for real in real life.
2: <laughs> okay, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I like the idea they're wearing, like, the, the MC Hammer, like, super parachute leggings. pants. Parachute <laughs> pants? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's maybe, now here that's I was <laughs>
1: thinking for a while that they were wearing, like, bright pink sparkly Jenko jeans. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord. <laughs> Really
2: tight leather that's like glitter, like glued on.
0: The ones on a budget. I just wanted them to be in simple galaxy print leggings. You guys are making them truly evil.
3: <laughs>
0: Putting them in Janko jeans. Bell really is a member of Team TV.
1: Hey, we didn't actually wear any of them Janko jeans. We were classy. <laughs>
2: just wearing a Fubu jersey. That might be lost on some people. That's that's forever. <laughs> uh, so, gang, with this information, how do we want to go about this? Want to straight up confront them like... Jig is up, uh, Mystery Machine, Shaggy the god <laughs> kind of shit, uh.
1: Definitely outside of those ruins. Cause that area seems, like, unstable as fuck.
3: Yeah. Uh. But there's, there was something about that rubble that your Pokemon noticed. It, it might be a Pokemon yeah. in distress. And plus they have that odd keystone. Remember,
2: remember that's a factor.
3: Yeah. Or oh, the, the keystone that the ghost was carrying.
2: Yeah, because that thing holds a spirit tomb, right? Or Maybe. It can
0: summon a spirit tomb. It has some kind of connection with spirit tomb. The exact specifications are kind of iffy. And those things, you, we don't want to fuck with them. Yeah. So, I feel like we
2: should do something about this and fast. Well,
1: where are they staying?
0: Well, I imagine they're staying here in the Pokemon Center. Or, Unless, they could,
2: or they could be camped out. Yeah, here, they might like, be camping deep. out
0: there. Oh, so I didn't consider that. All the information I have from my vision is that one of them is a member of Team Astro, and they revealed themselves at night. Which kind of makes sense, because I imagine they're working long days. They're not going to be leaving there until night falls anyways. What time is it right now? It's like 2 o'clock. 2 in the afternoon? Okay, and like we still got of data. Yeah, and Kurt's nodding. He's like, yeah, yeah. When I've been looking at them, when I've been watching and spying on them, I didn't see them leave until like way after the sun went down.
2: Okay, so.
1: We can ambush them.
2: We could. I think maybe we should split up and uh, gather as much information. Uh, maybe Belle and Cassandra go to the Pokemon Center see if they... Uh,
0: well, we're already in the Pokemon Center. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's... She,
2: she points, I thought you we were at a
0: diner. It's attached it's, to the Pokemon yeah, Center. It's,
2: it's yeah, you can have your cornering and
1: then go over and get yourself it's healed the Pidgeys. up. Pidgeys. Pidgeys, yeah! <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, so we're, like, uh, probably check with Nurse Joy, see who's staying here. See if they are. And, like, me and Gabe will go and check and see, uh if There's you can find campers. a camp or anything.
1: Sounds like a plan. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay, and then Kurt's like, okay, now what, what do you want me to do? How do you want me to help?
2: You can come with us, Kurt.
0: Awesome!
2: <laughs> Alright, Danny, does that sound like a plan?
0: Yeah.
2: It does. All Indeed. Alright, let's, right, let's do it. Go team! <laughs> Alright, me and Dave head towards uh the lake again, see if we can find the
0: camp. Okay, so while you guys out there, Cassandra goes with Belle to
1: Alright, Belle, Joy. how
0: do you wanna do this? Do you want to ask the Nurse Joy directly or do you wanna try and sneak into their room if they have one?
1: Uh yeah, because she might she's probably not gonna give out that information right away. Yeah, they don't really do that often. Yeah. Hmm. (laughs) Come up with a plan and don't have any way of doing anything, Kyle. Three. Or we could pretend to be part of their group. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea,
0: because you already have a membership badge, don't you?
1: Yeah. Okay, let's get out the dice. So, me and Cassandra, how about we go up to Nurse Joy's desk? Excuse me, Nurse Joy?
0: Oh, yes, dear?
1: Um, I am with the Underground Society and I uh, I was wondering if anybody else from the Society was staying here because I kind of signed up for a thing over at the lake and I need a place to stay and they promised me, like, you know to split a room
0: Oh yes, well we did have some members of the Underground Society booking a room here Um, I'm I'm not necessarily at liberty to give the information out freely, but I'm sure if you contacted them and got confirmation, then I'd be able to give you the information, possibly a spare room key if we have one.
1: Uh... <laughs> I can't call stuff. The closest thing that I can come up, this is me, Lindsay, going, like, this bell just like, bait calls them?
0: Yeah, that could work with a guile roll.
1: Okay. 10, 11?
0: Okay, so do your fake call and we'll see how that works out.
1: Okay. Also, what were their names again? Because I don't remember that.
0: Let me double check. <laughs> I actually wrote it down at least this time.
1: Nice. Oh, thank God.
0: Uh, Rick, Bobby with an I, and Afra.
1: Okay. and who was the? Who seemed like the lead person?
0: Afra was the one who seemed like the leader, and she was also great with kids, according okay. to
1: Babe. Okay. Yeah. So I go back to the nurse Joy, and I'm like, oh yeah, Afra. Afra confirmed, you know, my stuff.
0: I'm gonna roll an intuition for this nurse Joy to see if she buys it. <laughs> Oh, well, I'm glad that you were able to get in contact with them, but um could could I speak with them just to make sure? I just I know that the the underground people, they're very sensitive about who has access to their stuff, and I don't want to be letting someone in who doesn't have clearance who might accidentally wreck some of the artifacts they brought into their room.
1: <laughs> oh, um don't worry. Indy, Indy can also vouch for me. <laughs> oh, oh, you know Indy, oh. yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're we're real tight. <laughs>
0: okay, just one moment. Let me just send. I'll just send a quick text to Indy <laughs> on the uh, the gym leader group chat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Behind my back, I <laughs> like a. Indy, just just say so you know me. <laughs> <laughs> be cool. Indie, be cool. Just oh, say yes or so
0: whatever the rooms. Nurse
2: Joy <laughs>
0: <laughs> So, so the nurse, she pulls out her tablet and she sends a quick message and they they wait a minute and then you hear the bloop of a message coming in and Nurse Joy nods like, oh, oh yes, Indy said that. It's no worries. You're, you're absolutely for someone who can go in. Um, maybe be careful because I'm sure your associates have the room set up in a certain way, but Let me here find the key. Here it is. And she hands you a little key card. Enjoy your story. Thank you,
1: you're a doll. And I breeze right past. (laughs) (laughs) Go and find their rooms.
0: All right, so they're on the second floor. It's room number 208.
1: Okay.
0: And Cassandra's following you the whole time.
1: Cool. So... I punch in the key card and I guess it opens and... the yeah,
0: door opens up and you see what looks like a whole bunch of equipment and belongings of people who are part of the Underground Society. You see some, like, excavation equipment, some big backpacks. You see some crates that are open and there's already some artifacts in there. There's, like, maps and charts and textbooks. Um... You can use a perception to see if you can pick up on anything else in there.
1: Yeah. I'm going to see if there's anything out of place or anything that would indicate that someone is doing something that they're not supposed to be doing. Five. Oof. Nine.
0: All right. So you don't see anything necessarily out of place, but you do see a notebook on the desk, and it looks like it's some kind of day planner.
1: Okay, so I'm just going to check that.
0: Alright, so in the day planner, it's got a list of stuff that they need to do for today's date. You see it like 7 o'clock, wake up. 8 o'clock, begin excavations. 12 o'clock, lunch break. Uh, 5 o'clock, dinner break. Um, 7 o'clock, call Indy. 9 o'clock, finish excavations return to Pokemon Center
1: hmm maybe I'll flip through it a bit more
0: all right so you're gonna go through it and a lot of the days are similar Uh, if you go back too far you notice that like it's stuff for other excavations it's like they've only been here maybe three or four days Um, one thing you do notice is that the only two names that pop up are Bobby and Rick.
1: Bobby and Greg, okay. Uh, so I'm guessing this belongs to Afra. Who can say? Uh, let's see, what else could I do? Um, maybe I could use my occult education on the boxes of uh, relics to see what's in there, if there's anything... Specific, if there's something in particular that they've got here. Sure. Oh, for fuck's sake. Another nine.
0: Okay, yeah, you don't determine anything from the box of artifacts that you didn't already determine from when you were in the ruins.
1: Can I tell specific like, automatically, which which stuff belongs to Afra and which stuff belongs to Bobby and Greg? Rick. Oh, Rick. Okay, I've been hearing Greg. Rick, sorry. sorry.
0: <laughs> you look around the room trying to see if any of the clothes strewn about have any particular signs of who might own them, any name tags, or just even gender markers potentially. Um, yeah,
1: because everybody tends to have like a specific area of the room that they kind of claim and, and then yeah, if I can... and
0: you notice that that's kind of happened but the rooms more so split in two than into three sections
1: okay does it look like one section like okay one section is definitely being shared by two people
0: mm, not necessarily like you will you see things divided pretty evenly between the two sides like there's one bed on each side, there's one bag, big backpack on each side. Ev- both sides have similar amount of textbooks.
1: So okay, and if they sent me to this room, I'm going to use my intuition to see if Afra is in this room. Like like physically? Not physically, but like if this is her if she's sharing it with like Bobby or Rick. Okay or if it's Bobby and Rick sharing the room. Oh for fuck's sakes, 3.
2: <laughs> Can Cassandra help her with that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: yes. What what does Cass- <coughs> Excuse me. What does Cassandra think about of- it? Cassandra's been looking around the room. She's just kind of not really looking at anything so much as holding her hand out and trying to get a vibe from stuff. So what do you see, Cassandra? Well, I'm not having any actual visions, but I'm picking up on some stuff. I'm pretty sure there's only two people staying in this room.
1: Yeah, that's what I... I think. Um, Which two people do you think uh, Are staying in here
3: Hmm
0: No I can't really say Did you find any names in the day planner
1: Uh I found all three of their names You know what
0: you Fuck actually it, I'm found just gonna two.
1: straight up rifle through Some bags to Lindsay, see if I only can find
0: Two names Rick and Bobby Rick and Bobby You didn't see Aphra's name in the day planner
1: Oh. Okay, just for confirmation, I'm going to straight up look through a couple bags to see if I can find something with a label on it that says people's names.
0: I love it. Um, <laughs> actually, I'm not even going to make you roll for that. You okay. grab a bag and just start digging. <laughs> um, you don't find anyone with anyone's... Actually, you will find something with some people's names on it. You find a Polaroid picture. Okay. Um, it seems pretty recent. And it's got a picture of the two of the archaeologists you saw when you're guessing they're Rick and Bobby because written on the back it says Rick and Bobby heading out to Lake Verity. And the picture is the two of them decked out in their archaeology gear, and Rick is flashing a peace sign, and Bobby has an expression that says, I can't believe you always make us get a picture whenever we head out on any single expedition.
1: Okay, so Rick and Bobby are together, so that means it's Afra who's the outlier. I guess. Well, that's like what I'm getting to because, like, if it just seems like they're sharing. Rick and Bobby are sharing one space. Afra.
3: They're sharing a ballad.
2: <laughs> also, are you picking it up? Rick and Bobby? Ricky Bobby?
3: Yeah. That was not intentional. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a valid pun. <laughs> That's I was with the ballad. They piss excellent! <laughs> Ursy's <was> Christ. Christ. <laughs> Tom Hanks, healing with your voodoo powers.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: All four of us, shitty rednecks.
2: I want to go fast. <laughs> After this again. <laughs> Anyways,
0: uh, um, <laughs> 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 yeah, that's that's all you can find in the bag that has an indicator of names.
1: Uh, I am such a shitty investigator. Goddamn, what is wrong with me?
0: Um, it's because you put all of your, you bet everything on just that scowl. Yeah. <laughs> In the hopes that you you glare people hard enough, then they'll tell you what you want to hear.
1: <laughs> well, apparently I've been charming enough for the past while, but or cunning enough, really. Anyway, so can't really get enough. Much more fun this, I guess. Or I don't know. Do I look through another bag?
0: Sure, look through your other bag. This time, I want you to roll perception. Okay. Or guile, whichever one's higher for you. Uh.
1: It can't be the same. Yeah, they're the same. Okay. Oh. Sixteen.
0: Okay, there it is. You dig through the other bag, and way down at the bottom, you find a letter, and it's addressed to uh, Mr. Rick and Miss Bobby. And when you open it up, it's a letter, I'm not going to go into all the details, but basically it's inviting the two of them to join Barry, a person named Barry, for an early dinner on this very day at four o'clock at the Battle Playground.
1: Okay. All right. So they're going to be, so Rick and Bobby are going to be at the Battle Playground early for dinner. So what about Afra? That almost seems like a good opportunity to do some bad shit. I'm saying this to Cassandra.
0: Yes, it definitely feels like Afra's the outlier. I don't necessarily want to point fingers right now, but a lot of the evidence does seem to be pointing towards her as the secret astro person.
1: I know, it's now seeming very obvious. I'm uh, just gotta confirm
0: stuff. Sometimes it takes a while for this kind of things to click. Yeah.
1: So anyway, um, we put things back in place as best we can, and then. Roll a die
0: for that. <laughs> Twelve. Okay. Yeah, they're pretty much back where they found them. Uh, whilst you're doing that, let's hop over to the boys.
3: Boys in the
2: hood, <laughs> <laughs> boy.
3: Uh,
2: I assume we're back at the lakefront. Yes, with Kurt. With Kurt. Okay, I send out uh, Eric and Slip. What? In? Absol. All right, all right, gang. Uh, the goal here is to find a camp. So, because both of you have tracker, say this to you. Yes, Uh, I want you guys to check out the surrounding area and see if you can find anything. I'm also at least sign even footprints leading uh, away from the dig site to somewhere that might lead us to a camp.
3: I'll also help. I'll use a survival check to see if there's any any area in the surrounding area that would be suitable for a camp.
2: So, would that be a
3: perception check for both of them? Yes. Okay. Like I said, I'm going to use the survival for my spin. Okay, Eric has a
2: 13. And Keith Sith also has a 3d6. 6,
0: 8. Sith got a 9.
3: And I got a fourteen for
0: survival. Okay. Did you have either of them out earlier when you guys were down in the caves?
2: Uh, I had Eric out.
0: Okay. So Kate is Kate Sith isn't really sure what she's looking for, but Eric is able to spot something, and once he does, he perks up and he starts trotting off actually deeper into the forest. Okay, I start following and let's on. So
3: you got a fourteen. I made a survival check to look for surround. where in the surrounding area if there would be somewhere suitable to set up camp.
0: You. Yes, you also look in the same direction as Eric, and from this distance you can actually see a little clearing in the copse of trees where you could set up a little tent, maybe big enough for one or two people. Okay. All right, I guess we follow. All right, so you head down there, and that's exactly what you find. You find a little... Blue tent. That's probably big enough for maybe one person. Um, You don't really see anything else in the surrounding area. Well, you see the remains of a little fire, but it's been put out. Um, And then Gabe looks up, and you see a pack that's been like pulled up and suspended from the trees, so that Pokemon can't get to it from the ground.
3: Yeah, it looks like so. So you set up camp here, and yeah, they've they set up their. Food and what whatnot, so Pokemon can't get dead. Uh, I
0: assume it's tied up by a
2: rope or something. Yeah. Uh,
0: I go looking for the rope. All right, roll a perception. Okay. <laughs> Under you. <laughs> Where? Oh, three.
3: Yeah, I'll take that. Before he pokes around too much I I throw out a say 12 just a, like a, a gesture just so just in case somebody is there so we're not instantly looking like we're trying to get that bag down yeah I just say hello sorry we stumbled upon your camp no just, response okay I think we're good
0: okay um, and you are able to spot the rope It's, the rope itself is also high up, like you have to do a jump to grab it, yeah. I imagine it's not so high up that you need to roll for it. No, I'm a tall boy. You are, you're right. You probably don't actually have to jump for it. (laughs) High reach. You untie the rope, the bag descends, Okay, what
2: are in you? That was weird to say. (laughs)
0: Let me
2: get a different take on that. One, two... What is inside of
0: you? So just opening it up, you see some regular camping equipment, you see, like, a windbreaker, you see some, um, what are they? But marshmallow sticks. Yes. Or hot dog sticks. Yeah. Depending on your fancy.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, you see some rope and cord and, you know, usual camping stuff.
3: Do okay. you need
0: it to go camping, you see it. That's what you see. Uh... I check any other pockets to see if
2: there's, like, anything else in there. Or is it just, like, one big flat?
0: Are you checking in the side pockets, or are you di- checking into the main area? Uh, I'm checking the side pockets first. Okay, side pockets, you don't necessarily find anything. You do find a few spare Pokeballs, but mostly those. Quick Balls, but they're all empty. Yeah, don't need those. All right, I'll just dig in. All right, <laughs> and when you put your hand in the stuff that you saw just kind of gacks and oozes as your hand goes in. (laughs) Uh. And it's like you didn't put your hand deep into a backpack full of camping equipment. You put your hand into a backpack full of gack that was colored on the surface to look like camping equipment. Uh. (laughs) I pull my hand out. (laughs) And there's still some stuck to your hand. What the hell is is this a ditto? (laughs) Ditto. Pokedex. <laughs> Ditto, the transform Pokemon. It has the ability to reconstitute its entire cellular structure to transform into whatever it sees. It can freely recombine its cellular structure to can transform into other life forms. What the hell's a Ditto
2: doing in here? Ditto. <laughs> Try and like dump it out, <laughs> and uh, or actually no, I offer it a, like a berry, but it's like outside. Like I put the pack down, and like the berry, and, like
0: here, you can have a, this berry. So a Ditto crawls out, well it just kind of wriggles out, it jellows out, <laughs> and it sees the berry, and then it just kind of folds in on it itself, and it turns into the berry. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I look back into the pack. And it just looks like what you saw, but further down. Like there were several identical pictures of camping equipment that were just layered in there. <laughs> <laughs>
2: More? Okay, stick it in. <laughs> Another ditto. Are you just pulling it out? Yeah.
0: So you pull out a big clump of just ooziness. <laughs> and once you get it all out, there's just four ditto's sitting there. <laughs> Is there anything in the pack? No. Hey, hey guys, do
3: you guys have an owner? Ditto. <laughs> I kind of, I think mom and dad would totally love a ditto at the ranch. We can kind of maybe set up a self-breeding
2: thing. That might be a good <laughs> idea, actually, Gabe. Well, Uh, there's no uh, better way to find out if they have an owner. uh, Can can we scan our Pokemon uh, Pokemon scanners? Or like Pokedexes to see if they're owned by anyone? Yes. If they have an OT. Pokemon already captured. Dang it. Okay, so these are someone's Pokemon. I assume so. Uh,
3: Well, they may have just acted as an alert because if the owner comes back and asks the Dittos... All right, gang, back in the pack. <laughs> <laughs> and they just start wriggling back in the pack. Ditto. Ditto.
0: And back to being camping equipment. And yep, they just do that. <laughs> okay,
2: pull well, that up. bring it back up. Let's bring it back up. Okay, we'll just leave those dittos there. Uh, let's check the rest of this camp. Well, the only other thing was the tent. Let's check the tent.
1: It's just more dittoes.
2: Perception to see if there's anything in the tent.
3: Okay. Oh, I just go just looking around for any
0: oncoming uh, that's a 10. danger you don't really see anything other than like a bedroll and some snacks I unroll the bedroll
2: oh, it's a bedroll is there anything inside the bedroll a sleeping bag it's
0: in the sleeping bag another ditto
2: <laughs> 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 it's almost cozy <laughs> Ditto, Ditto, Ditto. Here, buddy, are you owned? I assume you're owned. Pokemon already captured. Okay, you go back in there. (laughs) Ditto, (laughs) Ditto, Ditto. Roll it back up. Okay, there's nothing really here. Is there anything. Is there anything. Is there any clear signs of, like, digging? Like, stuff was
0: buried? That is a very good question. Roll a perception. You might want to roll this too, Dave. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you also want me to roll for your Pokemon?
2: Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> that perfect. 6, 12, 15
0: for me. So everyone actually notices, both of you and both of your Pokemon, that like when you put the Ditto back in the sleeping bag, like the pressure just leaning down on it, there is a big gap underneath the tent. Start digging. (laughs) So you actually don't have to dig. When you push the bedroll aside, you see like a chunk of the tent just cut out that you can lift up. Look out. And you see, you see an empty hole.
3: Empty Put your hand in it. (laughs) Start putting my hand in it. Ditto. Ditto. (laughs) (laughs) And
0: you pull out the image of the empty hole, which turns back into a ditto. And underneath it, you see a little blue satchel. This took
2: a while. Okay. I'll pull out the satchel. Six ditto's.
3: (laughs) <laughs> Six That's the whole team of dinos The whole team of dinos <laughs> Well I mean,
0: technically in this universe It's eight It would yeah. be a team A full team would be eight dinos Technically <laughs> you can have even more It's just eight is the recommended number Otherwise yeah. Yeah. it's like if It's like
3: herding cats If this, this is a team galaxy member They, they, they probably don't follow the team rules Astro. Astro. Team Astro I'm getting team mixed up <laughs> Team of Galaxy was
0: like 10, 15 years ago.
3: That's the one I'm familiar with. Uh,
0: That's uh, also a
2: sequel to Mario Mystery and Totally Spies. Uh, (laughs) Right. Alright, let's look at the satchel. You see a face. Like, human? (laughs) Yeah. Uh... A lot. Dead?
0: Plastic. Okay. (laughs) But it's very realistic. Hey, Gabe, check this out.
3: Ooh, what the <laughs> hell?
0: <laughs> what the fuck? And Eric, is? Eric sees, or no, actually, yeah, Eric sees it, and he lets out a little yowl of surprise. Kurt also sees it, and he's like, Ah, that's freaky. Sorry, I had to do that. Uh, I, I, I pull it out. So it looks like a plastic mask exact replica of Afra.
2: This ain't right, man! I don't know. I'm texting the girls. (laughs) (laughs) Say a picture. Yo, found this head. (laughs) Get over here now. By the way.
0: Alright, and Belle, that's the text you receive.
1: The fuck? Um, okay, Cassandra, the boys found something fucking weird in the woods. Let's go before this turns into, like, a hillbilly horror movie. Well, what did they find? Oh my goodness!
0: <laughs> that is some exquisite attention to detail. <laughs> yeah! A bit too much! Let's go! So, I guess the hustle over there. You do. You meet up at the tent. I
2: have. I still have all this, uh, the the satchel and all that with me, taking it with me. All right. All right, guys. Uh, so shit ain't right. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys find?
1: to um, Confirm. Bobby and Rick are sharing a room over at the Pokemon Center, and there's no sign oh. of Afra. And apparently, they got invited to some early dinner over at the battle playground
2: okay so yeah we found a lot of dittos in this the fuck I think we have enough evidence to deduce who is not who they're saying they are
3: also um we we got pre- distracted by that mask was there anything else in the bag
2: yeah is there?
3: there's more masks there's one for Bobby and there's one for Rick
0: uh-oh.
3: Oh, great. So, even if- but, but, but Theoretically, if we deduce who we think is the outlier, they could be- No, no, it no, doesn't make sense. Oh my I god, why know. haven't we
1: done this earlier? Let's just call Indy.
3: Yeah, you know what? Let's call her up.
2: Hi, this is Indy. Hey, Indy. Uh, who- We're over at Lake Verity, and we just want to confirm something. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, you got a crew over here, right? Digging out uh, some stuff in the ruins over here, right?
0: Yeah, I sent Bobby and Rick out there a few days ago.
2: Bobby and Rick, right? Yep. Okay. Not someone named Afra, right? No, I sent Afra to Lake Baylor. Okay. Alright, cool, thanks. Uh, just wanted to confirm something that Afra's over here, apparently. Well, that doesn't matter. I, I
1: take the Pokedex and I'm like, there's some weird shit going on over here.
0: That sounds like it. I mean, I just texted Afri yesterday. She said she was in Vala. It takes way longer than a day's journey to get from like Vala to Verity. Yeah, that's what we. Could.
2: Hey, do you mind sending over the insurance policy? <laughs> the what now? The what now? Uh, Aerodactyl. I just want. To, I also want to say hi to in person.
1: All um, right. I, I mean, I just need
2: him over here uh, as an insurance policy so that. This fake
0: effort doesn't escape. I mean he's still a little bit skittish, but yeah, I can send him over. Alright, thank you.
1: <laughs>
0: Can't wait to see
2: my boy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I like the code name. <laughs>
2: he he is the insurance policy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, so are you headed back to the Pokemon Center now to pick him up or Yeah.
2: I, I assumed
0: he would fly over. <laughs> So he would also be fast. That. <laughs> that would be a bad idea true. in case he encountered other people. That's or Pokemon, true. yeah, Under- or a concerning All right. cloud. All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we head back to the Pokemon Center,
2: but maybe one of us should stay by just so on.
0: no one gets out. I'll stay. I'll stay.
2: Okay, we well, got you, Kurt. We huh. believe in you, Kurt. Nice. You <laughs> got our number? No. All right. Here. Exchange numbers. I would have a Pokedex. Shit.
1: We can't leave him. one of
2: us. Uh, is to stick. Actually, use Ashley to teleport back here, back to
0: the Pokemon Center. Awesome.
1: <laughs> okay, Ashley, let's go hide in the bushes.
0: <laughs> and they do just that. Okay.
1: We are, are such now? responsible young adults, <laughs> letting children hide.
3: Yeah. Cassandra just stares off into the middle distance. She's like,
1: "This will end well."
3: I think <laughs> I'm going to stick to stay behind. I have a concern, but before you, we we part off, was like, "Do you think maybe all of them are in danger?" Because the, the, theoretically, there could be just one right now, but they might be posing to do something to Rick and Bobby, and take their place.
2: That's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. It <laughs> might be a good idea to stay behind. Bye. Just in case Gabe. I'll
3: stick by and I'll keep Kurt safe. Okay. All right, me and Alright,
0: oh. right, so you get back to the Pokemon Center. Um when you walk in, Nurse Joy is looking just at the door and she's when she sees you, Gabe, enters. She's like, oh Gabe. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> So, you and Bella Cassandra head back to the Pokemon Center, and when you enter, Nis Joy has been watching the entrance, and when she sees Julian, she's like, Oh, oh, Mr. Julian, one of your Pokemon was just sent over. Indy told me to let you know. All right, thank you.
2: I think temporarily I'll just have to keep the party at 8.
0: I'll just put, like, Be-Bom. you don't have to keep the party at 8. It's just right its easier for me to manage, but if you. Like, I'm not playing a battle with him. Anymore. Okay. I just want him there. Okay. Because he's scared. So are switching out Bebop for Rocksteady.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> so Bebop will just be in the box? In the box, part. yeah. Alright. Alright, let's head back. And you do that, and nothing's changed. It only takes like 45 minutes to get there and back. That's long, Jesus. <laughs> I write that like half an hour to get there and back. 15 minutes. 15 minutes.
1: Yeah, 15 minutes. Because well, they're, they're like right there. Half
0: hour round trip. 15 yeah. there, 15 half minutes. Hour, half hour. Yeah. Okay. Time <laughs> is
2: out of
3: joint. <laughs> Any changes? No. No changes. It seems like they're still in there.
2: Okay. So, obviously, we should probably go in there and confront them about this. Uh, and... Bring out Rocksteady.
0: And the winds unfurl and they smash into the trees and knocks over the one that the backpack was attached to and it falls into the ground with a sploosh. <laughs> Aerodactyl! And And Rocksteady immediately starts like turning around, looking around, stomping around. Hey, hey buddy. Hey, hey, hey.
2: Command. Yes.
0: Thirteen. Alright, and he stops, like, spinning around, but he's still kind of nervously fluttering his wings. Hey, but buddy. he does see you. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Let's bring it in. It's been, it's been a good bit. <laughs> going
3: the How you doing?
2: You doing good? You, good? you got friends? You got a lot of friends? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Good boy. Good boy. Okay, so here's the plan. Here's the plan for you. Because you're, you're a big and people may think that you're scary, but you're adorable to me. (laughs) (laughs) I want you to stand out here, out out front of the Lake Verity, and if anyone that is not us, these people, comes out, uh, I need you to
1: scare
2: them.
0: (laughs) Good boy.
1: (laughs) Oh, what about Curtis and Ashley?
0: Oh yeah, they're sitting there too. Okay. They yeah. hid with Gabe. Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: Alright gang, we got our insurance
2: policy in case anyone tries to escape. Uh, and also something to chase them down with.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Alright, so as you head back inside, uh, Rocksteady kind of stomps after you guys. He does a little hop flutter to get across the lake because the bridge definitely not going to support his weight. <laughs> And I mean, you, even if he's just at the end, end of the bridge. Oh yeah, I guess that works too. So you cross the bridge and rocks. I get him a rock. Yeah, <laughs> and he yom yom yom's it as he waits on the other side, and you guys go in.
2: Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium is a Super Fun Network podcast. To stay updated on other SFN podcasts, follow us on Twitter at RealSFN and support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash superfunnetwork. You can also follow Tanner at SparkyUpstart, Lindsay at lindsaym 476 Ryan at
1: VagabondHaunted, and Duncan at CloudHeadDuncan.